Welcome to the Pure Encouragement Podcast. My name is Gary Steffes, your host. I am so excited you're joining today for the 37th episode of this podcast and for part six of our Confidence Series, as today we are talking about this idea of becoming inside out. At Pure Encouragement, our mission is to train competitors for Christ. And in this series, we want to empower you as a competitor for Christ to overcome the challenges to confidence, things like the fear of failure, the fear of what people think, performance anxiety, discouragement, challenges like believing in yourself when others don't, or leading your emotions rather than being led by them. All those different wrestles that all of us as athletes fight We want to empower you to overcome and live victorious and compete with excellence and honor God. So friends, if you haven't checked out the first five parts to this series, I encourage you to start with those. But as we dive in today to this idea of becoming inside out, let me explain what I mean by becoming inside out. For years of my life as a competitor, as an athlete, I struggled with confidence. I struggled with insecurity. I chased the approval of people. I was constantly afraid of what my coach thought to the point where I was having minor panic attacks on the ice. And I've shared my story many times. But in those years of just fighting for confidence, uh, in so many ways, I was an outside-in athlete. I looked to my performance and to what other people thought about me to define my significance and to give me confidence. If my stats were good, if I was on a good line, if my coach liked me, if my dad was happy with me, if the scout in the stands thought I was pretty good, and different teams that I wanted to be on, the level I was at was at a satisfactory level that I thought people respected me. I was confident. I was constantly chasing the outside, the things uh, that had to do with my performance and what others thought as long as people respected me and I was performing good, I was significant and I was confident. And the problem with that is none of those things are things that I can control. All of those things are fleeting and, and just completely out of my control. I can prepare the best I possibly can for a game. And I cannot guarantee that I'm going to score. I can't guarantee that the scout is going to like me. I can't guarantee that my coach is going to play me. I can't control those things on the outside. And so what happens is we ride an emotional roller coaster where we're constantly chasing our performance and what other people think, living to be accepted, living to have a good reputation, a good stat line. And we ride this roller coaster of emotion and our performance anxiety is always high. I was an outside in competitor who was constantly chasing all of those things on the outside to be confident. But we want to switch the arrow. We don't want the arrow to go from outside in. We want to drive this arrow from the inside out. We want to be inside out competitors who are intimately connected to the Lord Jesus. He is our power source. And as we talked a few weeks ago, all about the foundation to confidence being abiding in Christ. It is vital that at the heart level, we are intimately connected to him. He is the one who produces fruit in our life. And from there, it is essential that we are rooted in the promises of God in our identity in Christ. And so we also talked about how essential it is to know who God declares us to be. Because when we know who he declares us to be, we will not define ourselves by our performance and what others think. The chains will be broken and we will begin to compete from a place of security and play free because we don't have anything to prove. We don't have to earn acceptance. We don't have to earn 
earn love from anyone. We don't have to validate significance by showing how good of a player we are. We are loved. We are accepted. We are significant. And so many other promises about who he declares us to be. So there is freedom. So identity in Christ and intimacy with Christ are essential components to becoming an inside out athlete. Today, we are going to build upon this by drawing our attention to the heart and just how essential the heart is in our fight for confidence. It says in Proverbs 4.23, guard your heart with all diligence for from it flows the wellsprings of life. Another version says, guard your heart with all diligence for everything you do flows from it. The heart is essential to everything that we do, to the way that we act, to the way that we speak, to the things that we pursue. Jesus said in Luke chapter 6, verse 45, he says this, he says, the good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good, and the evil person out of the evil treasure produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. So Jesus drew our attention to the heart and how valuable it is to the words we speak, to the actions we have in life. He also said in Mark chapter 12, verse 30, that the greatest commandment is to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And I was having a great conversation with some real close friends of mine, and I really believe, or we really believe, that the order matters in that. When he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, and then all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength, that's an inside-out endeavor. It starts in the heart, and it moves from the heart inside out to all of our strength on the outside. Many of us, myself, speaking of myself, I have lived my life in my own walk with God in the opposite direction, where I have lived my life to love the Lord with all my strength, all my mind, all my soul, and then all my heart. And I've had to learn that God is drawing me to the heart to be an inside-out follower of Christ. And in the same way, I want to be an inside-out competitor for Christ, where I am competing from the inside. And this is an area where I think I really got it wrong. Not only did I try to control all the outward appearance, everything that had to do with my performance and what others thought about me, like I talked about earlier, but I also tried to win with confidence primarily in my mind in my head, not in my heart. And so I did things like positive thoughts and affirmation statements and trying to reframe perspectives and how I I saw different things. I tried to do breathing techniques and and focus words. Uh, I would try to be superstitious and try to do, you know, certain things the same way game to game in hopes that that would make me confident. In many ways, I was seeking confidence with all my strength and with all my mind And I'll tell you, some of those things aren't bad. I am not a fan of superstition. I think that that can be enslaving to us and that is not a recipe for confidence. But some of the other things like affirmation statements and positive thought, uh, learning to reframe perspective and, and doing breathing techniques, these are great things. But if we do that stuff without doing things in our heart, If we start on the outside and do some of these things on the outside and in our mind, but we miss the heart, it's like pulling a weed without getting the roots. Everything just grows back because fear and insecurity and pride and jealousy, these are things that come out of the heart. These are wrestles that are buried deep within in some of the experiences that we've had in our life and some of the different hurts and pains that we've gone through that ultimately end up producing these symptoms or these fruits 
uh, on the surface of insecurity and fear of failure and fear of what people think. And so if we attack confidence primarily from a strength perspective and just in our head and we miss the heart, we are going to miss pulling the roots that are deep down underneath everything. A perfect example of this is a young man who I recently got the privilege to talk to who came to me. I got a call that he was struggling with panic attacks to the point where he was afraid of practicing. He had gone from being one of the best players on the team to being nervous about playing games to now he was so nervous that he couldn't even practice. And I got the privilege to talk to him and get to chat with him about some of the different things that were going on. And as we began to discuss these different things, about uh, anxiety and fear and uh, just wrestling through some of the stuff that was on the surface as we began to talk what we began to learn and realize is that there was some trauma that happened in his life when he was a young man uh, to where he was bullied as a kid. And so he was bullied as a, as a young athlete. And in those times, he, he got angry. And, and same with me. I can actually resonate completely to this because for me as a kid, I was bullied uh, on one of my teams. And it really roots deep in your heart. You get angry. You get frustrated. You, you start to uh, want to be one of the best players to just stop the bullying or be one of the best players to prove people wrong and get them to respect you. And so you have all of this stuff that starts going on in your heart where pride can rise up, anger can rise up, unforgiveness can take root. And as these things build inside of you, you just make it your mission, knowingly or unknowingly, to prove people wrong, to secure your future, to never be bullied again. And this becomes the pursuit deep within your heart that you're after. And so as we get older, and as this young man gets older, uh, what he began to believe is that as long as he's the best player on the team, he will never be bullied again. And so that became the standard, that became the goal, and if anything threatened that, his anxiety would rise. And especially when he's trying to control his stat line and control how much coach plays him and control what other people think about, his anxiety rises. And he rides this roller coaster of emotion and he's chasing after this thing that he can't control to provide security and significance and respect from others. And so as we began to talk and work through some of this, uh, we began to unveil this and we started to talk all about the power of forgiveness and how forgiveness is not saying that what those people did was okay. It's not minimizing what they did as if it's not important. It's not saying that those people have permission to do it again, but forgiveness is merely releasing the debt that you are holding against those people. And, and, and when you forgive, uh, you let go and you release their debt and you hand it ultimately up into God's hands to deal with the situation and to bring justice to that situation. You are releasing them and you are releasing their debt. And so we talked all about this and about how impactful it is that this very seed of our past uh, that's going on in our heart can ultimately be influencing where we're at today in terms of our confidence. And so this young man, courageous young man, takes this, goes home, makes a huge list of all these people that had hurt him in his past, and one by one, he began to forgive them. He began to release their debt. He began to just emotionally admit the pain that they had brought, and then he released it into God's hands, and he forgave them. And from that day, 
He has not missed a single practice. He has not missed games. He is pursuing his dreams, and he is playing great from everything that I've heard. And so as this young man, I just commend this young man, and it inspires me. And I can relate to it. You know, as I shared, I was bullied as a kid, and a huge breakthrough moment for me as a competitor was going back into those places of pain and hurt in my past that had really taken root in my heart and learning to release the debt of those people that had hurt me. And when I did that, different symptoms of insecurity and pride and struggles with fear of failure and fear of what people think, they began to be broken. And I didn't struggle with some of those things. And so what I began to learn through my own experience and I'm seeing happen in athletes all across the country is how vital the heart is to confidence. Confidence in so many ways starts at a heart level, not in the head. And we have to get to a heart level if we want to truly be free and be confident. And so how do we do that? How do we win at the heart level? Proverbs 4.23 gave great advice from a defensive standpoint. We must guard our heart with all diligence. We have to guard it from enemies like anger and pride and jealousy and idolatry and unprocessed emotion. We have to make time for soul care uh, to reflect on what's going on in our career and in our games and what people are saying and thinking. We have to process those emotions, whether that's through journaling or through talking with somebody that we trust in our life. We need to be guarding our heart with all diligence because everything we do flows from it. It's the wellsprings of life. And so friend, how are you doing guarding your heart? That's a huge influence to confidence. And the second thing is what Jesus said, where he said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. He drew us to an inside out offensive pursuit of loving God. And so how do we do that? We pursue intimacy with Christ above of everything else. It's a non-negotiable. That abiding, intimate relationship with Jesus is so essential that we have to fight daily to remove every hindrance to intimacy with Him. He is our power source. Second, we root ourselves in our identity in Christ. We have to be proactive, filling our mind day in and day out with who God declares us to be. And this offensive pursuit of rooting ourselves in the promises of God just overwhelms us with how much He loves us. And it's interesting that it says in 1 John 4 that we love because He first loved us. And so our love for God doesn't start with my own effort. It actually starts with me being overwhelmed by how much he loves me. And the Apostle Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 14 and 15, he says that the love of Christ controls us, or another version says compels us to no longer live for ourselves, but for Christ who died and rose again on our behalf. If we want to love God with all of our hearts, We have to get overwhelmed by his love. And that takes time sitting at his feet or being overwhelmed by his promises. And so friend, how are you doing loving God with all your heart? It has a direct influence on your confidence. So I don't know where today's talk hits you today, friend, but wherever you're at in your confidence, be encouraged. Confidence is possible. And it starts in the heart. Ultimately, it starts with the foundation of intimacy with Christ, getting connected to the power source 
Next, it's about getting rooted in our identity in Christ, these promises of God, going on an offensive pursuit of being rooted in those promises. And then we start living and becoming an inside-out competitor, one that is loving God with all of our heart, all of our soul, all our minds, and all our strength, and guarding our hearts with all diligence. It is an absolute non-negotiable. When we win at the heart level, the fruit that gets produced is confidence and boldness and courage and ultimately this pursuit of intimacy with Jesus that's going to impact lives for eternity. Your sport is your tool to impact lives for eternity. So friend, be encouraged today. It's possible. It starts in the heart and God will empower you to overcome whatever challenges you're facing. I truly believe it. And so in closing, if today has encouraged you, friends, I just ask you, please consider subscribing or sharing with a friend. And as always, keep speaking life to those in your life. You have no idea the impact you can make when you choose to speak life to someone's soul. God bless. Hey friends, I want to share with you about a brand new free resource to help you maximize your off-season. Many of our athletes are stepping into the summer months, which is the off-season for their sport, and we want to help you make it the best off-season you've had yet. And to do that, we have to prepare well. We have to set vision. We have to set goals, and we have to do it in the right way, and we want to help you do that. And so in the show notes, you will find a link to a free PDF that will help you maximize your off-season and Lord willing, empower you as a competitor for Christ to make the most ground and make the most impact that you can possibly make in your career. We pray it blesses you, friends. Keep competing for Christ.